0: Hello, good day. Welcome everyone to Two Dudes Talk Tattoos, a podcast about art and science and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. My name is Ryan Othus. I'm doing this recording with one of my, I guess, soothing voices this time. I don't, I don't know why, but welcome to the show. Um, you can find me online at uh, Ryan underscore Othus on Instagram. It's R-I-A-N underscore O-T-H-U-S uh, at bettertattooing.com or on our YouTube channel, Better Tattooing. My co-host is named Brian Matthew. That's one T. And you can find him at Brian Matthew Illustrations on Instagram, Scarlet Veil Tattoo, and Tailored Fit Tattoo Gallery on Facebook. Uh, There's probably a bunch of other places you can find him as well. He's prolific. Just go looking. He's great. On today's show, we have a really nice person, Joanna Comstock, our Joannosaurus artist who enjoys the dinosaur aesthetic. We get to talk to her about Comic-Con geek culture and I literally get my mind blown because I knew nothing about this. I know if you've been listening to the show, I seem to know a lot of stuff, but I have lived under a rock um, and I don't know that much and I've never been to Comic-Con. So don't turn off the show. Don't give me shit. Everything's going to be okay. It's just I kind of get hung up on the fact that everyone at Comic-Con seems to be nice (laughs) because that's not how we do it in tattooing. You know what I mean? Not tattooing. Academia is the same way, you know? You're just always trying to get that leg up. Publish a parish. Publish a perish. And we're going to have a bit of a shorter intro this time. We're going to be uh, kind of just rushing about trying to get stuff done. The entirety of my life has been focused on little babies running around and trying not to pee on the carpet as we're finalizing the, 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 the last bit of potty training. It's so much fun. So... I think homework for this week is a bit of a joke. It's just try not to pee on the floor just for me. That'd be great for you, right? Let's see if we can do that. Let's all hold together and and try not to make a mess of the carpet. In other news, I was a guest star on the Kids on Drugs podcast, hosted by my friend Michael. He's great. It was a lot of fun doing the actual podcast. I got to reminisce and go back and talk about some weird experiences that I had done. Uh, in my teens and 20s. So if you want to go have a listen there, you can hear me kind of get really serious about some heavy stuff and also send a couple PSAs not to do drugs. So podcast is called the kids. It's K period. I period D period S on drugs podcast. You can find on Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. And if you want to be a good friend to the show, go tell Michael. Hi. Michael Posh, M-I-K-E-A-L-P-O-S-C-H, on Facebook. Send him a text, a message, whatever. Just tell him that he's a rad cat. And it was a lot of fun talking to him. Anyways, I'm going to stop talking now. Don't pee on the carpet. Enjoy the show, and we'll talk to you after. Bye. (laughs) wait what What do you establish
1: trust and rip it away
2: (laughs) (laughs) what do you do for work um i my day job is um a logistics broker so i track shipping containers across the ocean is it cool i don't
0: (laughs) i worked in i worked in logistics and and stuff for fucking years so yeah I know, I know what you do. I used to do overseas and stuff too. I worked for Atlas. I just in LA. thought about joining Space Force and doing logistics. So i <laughs> would be fun, right? Pew pew.
2: But yeah, so that's that's my day job. Um, but I am I am working on uh, getting back into making some artwork because I want to try and do um, some more events in town instead of just like waiting for Comic Con to come around. So I'm I'm trying to get back into making artwork more consistently. So I can at least like have something to show, you know, whenever these events come up, I'll be ready.
0: (laughs) Where are you at? Where are you located?
2: Uh, I'm in Gladstone. Uh, It's just, it's like a suburb of Kansas City, Missouri.
0: Because I'm like fucking Gladstone. I'm like, shit, you're like 15 minutes down the street from (laughs) Gladstone, (laughs) Oregon. It's like, fuck yeah. Dude, She just fucking, I know where I can hook you up to sell. (laughs) How many Gladstones is there? Jesus Christ.
2: Probably as many as Springfield's.
0: Oh, golly. Yeah, we won't go mm-hmm. that that's cool. Gladstone, Missouri. Did you say Missouri or Missouri? Missouri. Oh, okay. Are you from Missouri?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Kansas City, born and raised.
0: Fucking hell. That's wild. There's the Kansas City, Missouri?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. It's the only one in my book. No, that's not true. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: yeah, I mean, it sits on the border of both states. Is there a so Kansas City, Kansas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, we share. It's it's like directly so on the it's border. The same
0: so we, town. Get some, we get some. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Sioux City. Nice. Right? Sioux City and Iowa. Right? And you get Sioux Falls. Like they're right next to each other. Right? Just like share that border, driving the state one side and the other. There's a bunch
1: of them. I do not pay attention to what these people do. I didn't even know there was <laughs> a Sioux City. Navajo Sioux Falls. Nation.
0: Right? Navajo Nation down south is on the four corners. It's in four states at the same time. Fantastic. No? I got nothing for you. <laughs> Chicago is by water. <laughs> I turn off my fucking beeper on my phone, sorry. Fucking Ryan coming here all shit. I have done I have done over 30 consults this fucking week, dude. I had to do a bunch of other call. Have, it's I'm so I just I'm don't so- understand why.
1: Do you do commission work, Joanna? <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs>
2: Um, not very often. Uh, I think Why I not? talked to you briefly about this before, but like I, uh, well, first of all, nobody asks me. <laughs> but um, uh, or if they do, they don't want to pay for it. But um, I I kind of have a hard time with like making artwork for people based on their requirements for a piece. If they don't give me like enough uh, artistic liberty to kind of do what I want to do, then it kind of sucks the soul out of the piece for me a little bit. So it's kind of a difficult.
1: So (laughs) you're a typical tattoo artist is what you're saying.
0: (laughs) Tattooing is absolute bullshit. That's fun. (laughs) There we go. If any of the listeners at home would like to enjoy this, Joanna thinks the tattooing is soul sucking work. And you know what? (laughs) You're right. (laughs) I did 30 fucking concerts this week. (laughs) I am so soul sucked. I have <laughs> spent a full work weeks worth of time talking to people, and it's great. I enjoy it, but like after my forty hours, I want to quit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Quitting's for quitters. Quitting is for quitters, dude. I don't even have any wine in the house. I could never. I, I've got like literally watered at the discussion today, which is probably good. Yeah. But I wish I had a fucking glass of wine. Scotch. I don't know who discovered who
1: here, if I discovered Joanna or if she discovered me on Instagram. But either way, we're following each other on Instagram. And I was really drawn to Joanna's work. Specifically, she draws a lot of dinosaurs. Hell yeah. And her name is (laughs) Joannasaurus. So
0: it was pretty rad. Yeah, I haven't done my homework.
2: (laughs) That's okay. I, uh, you know, I was obsessed with dinosaurs since I was like, I don't know two years old and it just never wore off so i'm like well i'm just gonna roll with it now so
1: i love it i love dinosaurs so much it's crazy to me that you're like people don't really ask me for commission work when like i know hundreds of people that specifically collect dinosaur related artwork send them my way bro <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'll draw some dinosaurs your fucking artwork is sick as fuck this is all tattoo artwork Thanks. Like, it doesn't make it, like, you should be doing tattoos. Yeah, that's what I said. I
1: thought she was
0: a tattoo artist. Dude, no shit. Like, this is then... This is really <laughs> awesome. Holy... I appreciate that. And, I like, mean, honestly, I won't. I'll tell you. I'll be like, I don't know if this works. Dude, like, this is, like, <laughs> this is all tattoo artwork. How, where
2: did you learn to draw? I mean, I feel like I've been drawing, like, since I could hold a pencil. But, I mean, I just never stopped. You know, most people stop drawing you know, by the time they're seven years old, which is why everybody says, like, oh, I can only draw a stick figure. So I just never quit. So there's there's that. And then I ended up going to um, the Kansas City Art Institute, which I feel like taught me some things. It taught me to be a better artist, I think. But um, I'm not really doing much with that degree.
1: <laughs> What's funny with you saying, like, this is all tattoo art. Like, we we first have to establish the fact that one most tattoo art presently oh absolutely. is stolen yeah. from it was no
0: not the other way around no. not the other
1: way around <laughs> so but that's that's why like it has that really distinct look to it is because now tattoo artists mm-hmm. actually understand line weights compositions etc like now tattoo art is illustration art this is really cool this is really man. cool
2: thanks I, I feel like i am um kind of was trying to push it into more of like a tattoo-esque style because I've heard for years from people like, oh, your stuff looks like tattoos. This could be a tattoo. And I'm like, well, why don't I just like lean into that really hard? So that's kind of where I'm at right now.
0: This is great. Yeah, you should be making flash sheets and hawking that stuff, honestly. Stuff I mean, really I'm super cool.
2: interested in in the tattoo industry. I mean, I would love to learn. You know, it, it would just be like learning a new medium, you know, because I can already draw. Yeah, and so I, I think it'd be super fun uh, to learn how to how to tattoo. I've been watching a bunch of videos and stuff, but
0: I don't I don't know anything about it. <laughs> well, here's one for you. Let's let's scale this back. So you're, you're in art school. Like how, how old are you? When were you going to art school?
2: Uh, I graduated in 2011. I'm
0: yeah. 33. Okay, so you've been going for a while. And like when you're going there, we've talked to a few other people before who have done this. And one of the things they say is like, when you go to art school, you really learn how to take a critique. What's your, what's your feedback on that? Like, what do you, what do you think? Is that is how was your critiquing process at, uh, at your, at your school?
2: I mean, sometimes, you know, you'll get a, a really constructive critique where you're like, okay, yes, I can actually see the point you're trying to make, but then there are other critiques, you know, depending on what class you're in, what medium you've, you're working in, whatever. There are other critiques where, you know, you've got people saying like, well, What if the circles were triangles? I'm like, I don't I don't know, man. So sometimes (laughs) critiques can get a little bit, you know, bullshitty, but like eh.
0: trying (laughs) to (laughs) abstractualize What do you think that would feel like? There's no room Um, in the real world. You're more like a foundationalist, right? You want to learn like the techniques. Is that like like that's a big thing? Is like how to get better technique-wise to create what's in your brain more effectively? Or like was like how do you how do you go about your 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 education like what were you looking for
2: um well I went to the art institute specifically for animation I had taken a couple of um like pre-college courses in high school um for hand-drawn animation and um that that just made me want to go to that school I ended up not going there um as a freshman because of the cost so I took my freshman classes at community college and then I was like you know what I'm going to be unhappy and regret it if I don't go so from sophomore to senior year, I went to the art institute. And that's I cool. mean, I don't I don't regret it. I would do it again. I think I would do it differently. Yeah, that's that was mainly the reason I went was for animation. So I did learn a lot in that
0: respect, but that's it was cool. an interesting experience for sure. <laughs> so you 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 did all that stuff like when you're when you're going through and you're you're you know, you finished up your degree, you got all your stuff. What was the goal after that? What were you trying to do?
2: That's a good question because I feel like After doing animation for so long, I kind of learned that that's not really what I want to do. It's fun and all, but I didn't want to move to California or Florida to work at some giant animation studio. It just didn't sound like something I wanted to do. And so I actually took a pretty long break. I was pretty burnt out after college and took some time off, I guess. And then when I came back to it, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna do some big illustrations and see what happens. And I felt like when I came back, my work was different than it was, you know, when I was in school. So maybe taking that break sort of helped me come back to it with like a fresher view on on what I was doing. So
0: when you say big, what's big?
2: I think maybe the biggest thing I do probably like 14 by 17.
0: Okay, right on.
2: But I've been scaling it way down lately.
0: Feet? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking sick, dude. You <laughs> see the detail of this shit? That's cool. Right on. My house is too small for that. <laughs> <laughs> Tape something to the outside of the wall. Fucking people right? driving up. Hmm. <laughs> giving the old fucking Hollywood thing. Well, uh, since since everything has gone like the way of COVID and stuff, and you have like this degree and, you know, animation, things started going remote. Were you ever thinking about moving towards that or no?
2: Um, no. Yeah,
0: I I really just don't, I don't mess with animation much anymore.
2: I have been, it's weird. Okay, so it, during COVID, I had started um, when we did work from home situation. I was work from home for like two years, like exclusively. Uh, every day, I would take a picture with my coffee cup. I, I don't know why I started doing this. And so the idea with that is, as I was taking these pictures, you know, I got into like 100 pictures, 200 pictures, you know, for each of these days, I'm like, I could make this into an animation, you know, with some sort of, like, stop motion.
0: Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Software.
2: So, I'm still interested in that regard, but I'm not interested in, in doing animation, like,
0: professionally,
2: you know, in any sort of studio. I would just do it to mess around and see what happens,
0: but. Okay, so you do this, you start getting back into art, and then, mm. like, what what starts pushing you to to produce things for sale? Like, how how does that come about?
2: Honestly, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Doing overseas uh, logistics if you're doing it by the container oh my gosh you guys make so much fucking money <laughs> i mean not me personally but especially right now oh my gosh get that broker loads <laughs> oh my hmm. god i don't even want to talk about it
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no but going to comic conventions seeing you know the artist alley in comic conventions is like the the best thing to do at a convention in my opinion because you see all these aisles and uh, aisles of all these different artists that you would have never seen before and it's all this different stuff like I don't know just seeing all these artists um putting themselves out there and they've got all these uh images I was like well gosh I feel like I could do that and so it was just (laughs) like on my list of things that I wanted to do for ages and I was like always convinced that like, oh, my portfolio is not big enough. I don't have enough uh, variety. I, I, I don't have enough. I, uh, I feel like it wasn't enough. I was like, I, I can't do it. So I convinced myself for a really long time that I'll just work up towards this thing. And uh, eventually I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to do it. I don't care. Like, I don't care how small my portfolio is. I have to do this. Like, this is what I think I'm meant to do.
0: <laughs> so I've never been to a Comic-Con.
1: What? <laughs> yeah, well, I've
0: you, never been to a uh... Comic-Con what
1: first of all how dare you (laughs) (laughs) the last few comic cons i've gone to i had the exact same thought process walking through artist alley and just being like yeah why the fuck am i not doing this (laughs) i just haven't taken the plunge yet i've been putting a lot of shit together and like i sell prints and shit like that um especially at tattoo conventions but i haven't gone and done it at comic-con or any shit like that yet and then I just had a fellow tattoo artist hit me up like four days ago. They were like, hey, I just went to Comic-Con, like C2E2. Ooh. And why the fuck are we not doing yeah. this shit?
0: <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. I've been saying it for my like, three years. How is it set up? Like, what is is it? Like, because I've been to a bunch of different types of conventions, right? Mm-hmm. Is it kind of like, I don't know. All I know from Comic-Con, and this is a rube, and you guys can both look at me like I'm on fucking fire, and it's cool. But all I know is people get dressed up like crazy shit, and then they walk around and take pictures of each other. Like, that's all I think it is.
1: Well, this is just the general audience. Part of oh. it.
0: What, so, what goes on at the Comic Con? It's yeah,
1: cosplaying. Oh, okay. That's yeah, not... But Comic Con is essentially any convention you've ever gone to.
0: So, you're just seeing
1: the, uh, the market array of product selection, essentially speaking. So, all the different comic book makers, all the different products that are available in the comic book market. So, I. Uh, Think of like Spider Man coffee cups. You know, you're going to see a booth full of <laughs> coffee cups. You're going to see a booth full of Marvel shit. You're going to see yeah. a booth full of DC shit, you know, et cetera, et cetera. If you don't know shit about comics, then like maybe that doesn't make sense to <laughs> you, but picture it the same way you would picture a closet convention uh, or like a guns and ammo convention. Both of those. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing.
0: <laughs> okay. So you get like I don't know like DC and it just looks Marvel cooler and nerdier booth, and they've got like the same people because like when you go to the the closet convention they always have like the ladies selling doors so you go and you have like I guess not the door bunnies but the comic bunnies or something being like hey look at my comics or whatever all of the above no man. shit <laughs> so yeah toy collectors yeah.
1: merch collectors clothing all of the so above.
0: where what is artist alley then this is like I, and I'm picturing and I don't know if this is right but like this seedy back room, like you got to walk through a bunch of <laughs> shit to get to Artist Alley. It's like dark. There's people like- That'd be Aragon yeah, Alley. Buy my artwork, you know? Just
2: come I in I mean, right that's now. kind of how I feel,
1: but- <laughs> <laughs> It's Artist Alley. Oh, I was just going to say, it's more like just seeing a bunch of grumpy-ass artists sitting down staring at their cell <laughs> phone, and you just see a backsplash of their artwork behind them. So, like,
0: they're not nearly as enthusiastic as Tattoo was. Oh, uh, okay. So- Joanna, in seeing that, why did you think that that's what you wanted to do? <laughs> uh,
2: seeing, seeing the type of work um, that people were selling, I was like, well, I, you know, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I was like, my, my artwork is easily this good or better. And if they're able to do this and, and people are buying it, why am I not getting in on that game?
0: You know, uh-huh. it was like, my, my artwork
2: is good, you know, in in my opinion um Mm -hmm. I was like I I feel like you know other people would find it find value in it if I were to present it you know just like all these other people have I felt like I could bring something that was maybe a little bit different looking than you know the rows of you know Superman and Batman and anime you know it's like I I don't necessarily do any of that but I felt like it it sort of like fits that sort of niche because it's it leans a little bit cartoony and illustrative, and I was like, I, I feel like it it would belong in this atmosphere, and cool. not so much like a uh fine art gallery situation. You know, I was yeah. like, what am I going to do with my artwork if I can't do the fine art thing, and no one is asking me for commissions? You know, so I'm like, uh, this seems like the right atmosphere for me. That's really personally. cool.
1: Yeah, there's like there's only like two artists that are ever at a comic con that you can't fuck with, like they stomp no matter what, and it's Wiley Beckert oh. and uh, Pete moorbacher Oh yeah, oh, and <laughs> they just they fucking destroy. But like they literally have a, a, a podcast and shit like that all on their own, mm-hmm. where they talk about the fact that they like make eighty six thousand per fucking convention. What? Jeez they fucking destroy
0: <laughs> okay wait wait, whoa, 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 whoa. now this is this doesn't make sense okay i know that nerds got cash but what <laughs> the fuck how like how much do you sell a print for grand like i don't understand how this goes like it's I, just the sheer amount well, of people there's thousands of
1: more people go into comic-con than there are you know like the standard tattoo convention okay well, so like picture a tattoo convention you this. could have like <laughs> maybe 8,000 people go through a weekend. Okay. If you look at like C2E2, what's what's You're going to C2... have like 32,000 people R2D2. Well, just say Comic-Con Chicago. Oh, okay. But you'll have like 32 to 40,000 people go in a weekend. So a
0: city moves through there. And they're all spending money. Yeah. Okay. 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 So th- this paints a really interesting picture. My head. So Joanna, you're going to your first one. You've talked yourself up. You're like, I'm good enough. I can nail this shit. How the fuck do you prepare for that? <laughs> like <laughs> you rent a rider van and fill it with fucking prints and just say, let's do this shit. Cause I, like, how long is it? is it? Is it like standard, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, pack up and go like,
2: um, So the most recent one I did was the biggest one. Um, It was Planet Comic-Con this year in Kansas City. And um, it boasts, like, on a good year, boasts, like, 70,000 people through the weekend. Um, Me! So I was was (laughs) freaked out, to say the least. I was like, how am I going to get enough stuff to to sell at this thing? But um, I talked to some other people who have done it, you know, multiple years in a row, who have more experience than me, and they were like, you know what? You don't need the amount of stock that you think you do because not every single guest is going to buy from you. And you know, if you sell out, that's a good problem to have. So I went through my portfolio. I um, have prints of the pieces that I have, but I only brought like maybe 10 to 15 uh, copies of each one. I was like, oh, okay. you know, I think that's good enough. And it was, you know, I, I didn't sell out. I I did better than I thought I would, but You just kind of hope for the best. You don't need to like make sure that every single person who stops by buys something. But I mean, obviously that would be great, but you don't have to be so loaded down with stock before you go because there would be no physical way for you to carry all of that stuff or it's really um, not feasible uh, financially. You can't stock up on all this stuff without selling it, you know what I mean? And then yeah. you're sitting on it for, for who knows how long till your next convention. So the less that you have, the better, really, because oh, okay. you don't have to spend so much to get it made.
0: How much does it cost, like, set like So you did your, your initial, whatever print set that you have, and mm-hmm. you buy your booth, on, on average yeah. with your experience so, so far, like, how much are you, if you're comfortable saying, how far are you into the fucking, the weeds when you start?
2: My first convention was really little and so i feel like to get started you know buying table displays buying all of the print stock initially uh and purchasing the table itself i mean i think in preparation i spent maybe like five or six hundred dollars and some of that stuff i still have
0: that's fucking right so okay.
2: it's yeah it's it's more than i feel like paid off
0: i know sure. <laughs> that's cheap as hell
1: compared to a tattoo okay. Like my starting cost at a tattoo convention is uh, almost three grand.
2: Gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, you know, it planet planet was so much bigger. I mean, the table alone was like three fifty, I think. So I was a little nervous about that, but um, you know, I I made made it back. Plus, you know, plus several times over. So I mean, that was a That's good awesome dude. Good weekend for me. Yeah, I made I made yeah. it back. So. That's it's funny. not it's not too bad. But okay, if I mean there, if I were there's to there's two things do going that. on
1: here. <laughs> One, I'm just gonna partner up with Joanna and do the next Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, if we split a booth, two, cheaper. Are, <laughs> are we getting horribly ripped off at tattoo conventions? <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. We totally are. Even the small regional ones are still charging you at least a fucking grand, you Close. know? Yeah, it's like a grand a table. It's like a small one too, not even the double space, right? I think the least I've ever paid for one was $750. And that was like a ultra small regional place. Single booth. And it was like it was like five by five, right? Like nothing. So hi. I would love to talk to
1: the owner of Comic Con and be like, hey, what are your insurances? Because I know the insurances and all the backside yeah. bullshit for a lot of these tattoo conventions. So I wonder what their overhead is on the backside there How big is? That? anyway not that anybody here has exact answers no for
0: totally but what's what's the cost of like let's say a ticket coming in let's just do some fucking math because i am i am blown away at this idea of comic-con and nerd <laughs> culture i don't i like i'm i am like you guys are freaking me out to be honest <laughs> it's like, really fun you should go to one <laughs> i fi- i don't know like I, I maybe i don't know i'll be like all oh, like hi they're like who are you and i'm like ryan you know I don't well, fucking I mean, know.
2: You could just go like as an attendee, not to necessarily vend, you know, oh, just to see. I thought you had to wear a costume
0: like. or some shit.
2: You don't have to. I think it's no, fun that way. Only then, you know, yeah, people are or seem more into it when you're in costume. But you can just go just to experience it, see what there is to see. You know, go to panels. What's a panel? See all
1: the different artists. Like, you didn't go to Wizard on. World back in the day.
0: No, oh, dude. No, I was I was out doing stuff (laughs) i was working like an adult (laughs) i was was poor like i couldn't yeah no like the comic con that i went to is just going down to the corner comic book shop and being like what's up you guys get this 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 comic book called spawn they're like yeah first one's over there i was like cool yeah so it's that but
2: like times a (laughs) hundred
0: and so and I, i have a mental picture of like the dude that sold it to me too and it's like so portland you know what i mean like it couldn't get any more just basically like reggae on this you know on the stereo and the dude's kind of muddy he's sitting there just like gives you a dirty look when you come in and then fucking turns away and like I'm I don't know why I'd want to go to a fucking 75,000 person like that thing or it's a different now I'm guessing right it's like everyone's excited to be there yeah just, I mean oh. <laughs>
1: they, they want you to buy things but, you know <laughs> yeah you gotta imagine that like comic con is like a product launch a
0: Oh god, like a CES type thing. Oh god! Yeah, if you were to think
1: about it, oh. right, they're going to be showcasing all the new books coming out, all the new artwork,
0: okay.
1: all the new toys, etc., etc., Flashing et cetera.
0: loud sounds. So essentially, people <laughs> run around in costumes, fucking waving like glowing sticks at each other. Yeah. Fucking loud music, <laughs> Bon Jovi or something, right? Just fucking rocking.
2: There's actually not a ton of music, I don't know where
0: Bon Jovi. But... <laughs> yeah lots of people lots of nerds (laughs) has so i'm wondering because i remember some conventions like fights breaking out alcohol being there especially like tattoo convention dude people doing freaking toilet water you know toilet water powdered cleaner on top of the things and uh just getting crazy you know and i'm wondering is there like a drug abuse problem at comic con with the nerds they're like fucking (laughs) doing rails in the bathroom and stuff they're just like let's fucking psych this up boys let's go look at spider-man
1: mugs like, don't... it's like it's a thumbnail compared to tattoo conventions oh, okay right because we got to look at the, the 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 countercultures happening there where like essentially you can picture that a tattoo convention is just a room full of felons
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: basically and a, a comic-con is a room full of like nerds that have jobs
0: Okay. The real counterculture. That's like today's <laughs> counterculture, right? Like that's it used to be like, oh, I, you know, mm, and I'm mean and I wear an affliction shirt and I look like a dipshit. And now it's like the counterculture is like, well, actually, I make six figures. And so you can just bite my ass. And that's like the new rebel thing, is like being successful versus being a dirtbag. Like that's when my mind. I'm just like picturing <laughs> you can't tell me not to dress up in this crazy light up thing that flies or something i don't know how fucking elaborate (laughs) this shit gets but i just like remember i seen a picture of somebody in there and they're like like they had this like visor thing and it was like on fire or something and then the wings came out of their back i'm like how the fuck did they make that they're like oh i made it myself what Dude, the amount of money that people make on cosplay alone is staggered. staggering wait they
1: make money i thought you spent money yes somebody has to make that shit there's there's people that make those costumes
0: for other people. Wait, motherfuckers just aren't at home doing this shit. There's a there's an in wait, hang on. Fuck this. There's an industry for this that's wild. Yeah it's called Etsy. How <laughs> <laughs> the fuck am I not doing that? Do I have an entire machine shot? I could be making this shit. Do it. I You decided weird. to do tattoos. <laughs> I want to be a writer fucking <laughs> <laughs> Now our commercial break. We got a, a sponsorship spot from Dragonhawk.
1: Yeah, I'm totally down for that. Actually, yeah. I, I, Okay, so I think it's so fucking funny that it's Dragonhawk.
0: <laughs> I thought you would have had a good laugh out of that, right? I was thinking about hitting up some other machine builders and stuff, and I was like, no. We got to go, like, let's just go, let's lean into this, right? Like, No, I, I have no
1: shame in that. Dude, I tell every fucking tattooer every single person i know i was like fuck yeah Dragonhawk, dude <laughs> spend a hundred dollars on a fucking machine it lasts a year you throw it away and buy a new one fuck it
0: this is shit dude okay 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 so i've got the so okay let's let's walk through like what's the, what's the emotion like the first day that you go through i'm really interested in your actual experience the first time that you did something I mean, it's a smaller one or whatever when you set up and then, like, what happens? Like, in tattooing, they just open I'm the stressed doors. for you the entire weekend?
2: Um, I mean, the first one I did was on a college campus. So it was quite oh. small. Yeah, not not a huge deal. But it was my first time. Uh, I was pretty nervous, you know, like, remembering to eat. Because, <laughs> like, seriously, you know, because you're there all day, right? Yeah. And you're when just, like, eat, so... Just have a
1: beer every once in a while. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're so wired and nervous. Uh, Uh, you know, then you're just like, oh shit, it's been like five, six hours and I haven't eaten yet. like, got to take care of yourself. mm -hmm. But, um, it's really interesting to see, you know, people outside of your friends and family tell you that your artwork is good. It's very validating, uh, and, and satisfying, you know, because you're like, well, I actually, I actually am good. Like someone else like appreciates this thing that I spent, you know, all these hours making. So it makes you feel really good. It's kind of a huge ego boost, honestly, you know? And then when they decide to buy it, you're just like, yes, I've done it.
0: Did you ever have somebody come up and just be like, I don't like this shit and just like not be, no, No? (laughs) No. dude, nerd culture is rep. Why aren't we all fucking nerds? Why don't nerds take over? (laughs) This doesn't make any sense to me.
2: I mean, you can tell if somebody doesn't like it though, or they're not into it. They may just like glance and walk away. But you know, they won't polite. say anything to you. Shrug. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, there there are those people, but no one's gonna outwardly be like, well, this sucks, you know. Like, no one's gonna do
0: that. Oh, I'd be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's that'd be so funny. Let's walk up, like give it a three and just fucking walk off. I'm like, what out of ten <laughs> fucking that's wow. So scared, scared, scared. People come in, but people start buying stuff. You're interacting. You feel like more confident. And then like, what, as you start scaling these up and getting to larger and larger venues, is it just a repeat of that first day?
2: Kind of, you know, Um, so that first one, uh, I think was only one day. And then the next convention I did was two days. And then um, I, I've done like some pop-ups here and there, but uh, planet was three days, you know, so it's getting larger and larger, longer periods of time. So you kind of have to be prepared to not like do much else, which is kind of weird for me at Comic-Con because I'm used to going and like being able to walk around and uh, visit with friends and, you know, take pictures and go to panels and stuff. You can't really do that if you're um, vending Mm -hmm. at your booth because you want to be there, even if you have a helper, you want to be there as the artist to interact with the people because you have, you know, the story and, and, the the insight of what it was like to make the piece and everything else so you want to be talking about it you want to be the one there interacting with people who are interested
0: That's so cool, it's
2: man. weird though um spending that amount of time uh talking about yourself and your own work like <laughs> yeah. constantly for hours you're like am i this interesting like
1: <laughs> <laughs> i avoid like, it but... at all costs <laughs> The moment at a convention, if somebody walks up and goes, this artwork's great. I was like, thanks, but the guy that makes it's an asshole. And then they just (laughs) give me a crazy look and they don't know what else to say. (laughs) It just derails conversation. (laughs) They just get confused.
0: I'll tell everyone about like the time I was born up until now. I'll hold people's ears for hours. (laughs) I'll do the pew pew, you know, the conventions. Everyone likes me. <laughs> and I can't hold I got I know that feeling of holding it for three days where you gotta be turned on and I like when, yeah. we, when when I do conventions as soon as stuff starts to break down I'm like looking at the booth next to me and I'm like go fuck yourself and I'm just done with it so severely <laughs> I'm ready to be on the road and going and it's like a 24-hour disconnect after that Where I'm like no I'm not doing anything like I don't know if that translates are you exhausted when all that shit's done
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, I you know, the next day, like a Monday or whatever, like take off of work, just mm-hmm. do nothing that day because you, you know, i'm I'm not so much of an extrovert. so it just like really really takes it out of you, even though it's you're not like doing physically a lot, but you're talking a lot. you're like you said, constantly on. and so you just need like a day to decompress, uh, especially if you haven't gotten sick. like. Uh. If you've gotten sick, then you're screwed for the next several days. But Conrad is a real thing. I don't know. Like your table neighbors kind of are your advocates through through the weekend. You know, you're rooting for them. They're rooting for you. It's all what? kind of like a we're all in this together vibe. And so at the end, you're like, "I hope I see you again, you know? like it's it's fun to hang out with somebody who is excited to be there, you know, just like you are. so, that's but then when really you get weird. home, get or when you get in the car, you're like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm
1: done. <laughs> Hearing your uh, your outburst, Ryan is the funniest shit. You're just like, What? <laughs> this Make this any is the craziest sense. shit I've ever
0: heard. Dude, I, I personally have worked I've worked multiple auto shows, I've worked some boat shows, RV shows, like working in them, right? I've built and set up a few of them I've been to like trade shows I've done do a ton of stuff over like you know the past 25 years and never once did I look at the booth next to me and be like good luck I was always like <laughs> suck it I hope you guys <laughs> fucking fail this is fucking I'll paint like a fucking Bruins symbol on my stomach I'm like Boston Boston you like I don't fucking care right like your team sucks and you guys are just like so pot I am like floored by the idea of this positive community because it's so like anti especially american you know what i mean (laughs) it just it seems it's like all of a sudden you're walking into the idyllic form of like a mental image of canada or sweden you know what i mean (laughs) but everyone's in dressing you know it's like not like an sca thing even you know where you go in and they're in medieval garb and you don't say thou and they throw a turkey leg at you like this is fucking (laughs) rad i love it so it's like, it leads me to this thought. I'm like, where's the underbelly, the seedy underbelly of Comic-Con, like the fucking sexism and racism, you know, it can't be this fucking positive. They have to treat people like shit somewhere.
2: Yeah. Because I mean, it- there, there are people like that. You do see instances of that and you know, it's unfortunate, but when you have a crowd of people that's so big, I mean, there are bound to be assholes, you know, going around and just being shitty to each other. But <laughs>
0: uh
1: maybe that's the 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 other side there right if you're looking at the the crossover between this to tattoo conventions right and in tattoo conventions people are specifically the most just them that they could possibly be so if they're a piece of shit they're just a piece of shit they're not gonna hide that
0: at all no nah. <laughs> you know they come in take like, off their they're, pants they're just, no and just let it go yeah
1: right if, if they're there to fuck shit up they're just gonna get shit faced and fuck shit up
0: <laughs> right out the gate they don't give a fuck it's like i had a dude i literally had a dude set up a line on one of my tables once oh he's like well, i had this i'm like no, no. <laughs> he's like yeah he's just two beers in each hand fucking hit a hooter yeah shirts sure the amount of shit, shit that fuck we get away with at
1: tattoo conventions and shit like that Like the amount of damages that can be done because of tattoo conventions and shit that nobody pays any repercussion for it's just mind-blowing if you actually look at the numbers for some of that shit it's fucking crazy but (laughs) like like once again we're two totally separate worlds of
0: people you know and it's crazy to see I'm trying. I'm trying. And it's not fun. it's like two puzzle pieces from two different puzzles but you don't know they're from different puzzles and you're trying to put it together and I'm fucking I'm just pounding it on the fucking table <laughs> trying to get to work and it's not they are not going together and I, I I don't know why like you've short circuited my brain. Anyways this is fun.
2: I mean Comic Con is typically like a very like family oriented like all ages situation and so like you know the, the general uh, attendee is not gonna be like doing lines of cocaine and pounding beers. <laughs> you know? Hey, kid, you want to Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy, but
1: I've I've been to a couple of quote unquote family oriented tattoo <laughs> conventions, and they're still not family oriented tattoo no. conventions. Golly. They're still fucked.
0: <laughs> no, it's just messed up. The first thing you see when you walk in every tattoo convention day two is someone is naked it just has to be right as you walk through somebody's getting tattooed that's naked or it's the tattooer who's in the banana hammock the whole fucking time right the absolute best thing about tattoo conventions no matter what is day two
1: everyone's hung over and pissed off it's the quietest (laughs) day at the convention because when you walk in it's 10 o'clock in the morning everyone's hung over there's no music playing. That's <laughs> no. the funniest shit on the planet. It's, you can always tell the people And then who by came about noon,
0: yeah. everyone's drunk again. Starts to pick <laughs> back up. You can tell who's come to work. It's not even people who have their head down and their fucking headphones on who are just trying to drown out the really shitty fucking 80s music, you know, and they're just like trying to work and focus. So they don't fuck something up. They're double tapping, you know. The tattoos are going, oh fuck, that. Is- <laughs> oh, shit. It's the people who are sitting there actually talking to people walking up. <laughs> hi there do you have oh hi how are you doing yeah you can grab a sticker thank you very much you know you like see like look down at people talk and they're just like fuck off
1: <laughs> I like, down the row and everyone's chugging Pedialyte. <laughs> <laughs> convention survival tactics yeah
0: i've yeah That's
1: i mean fun. maybe surprisingly was, was
2: different just because like um You know, the people around me are all sort of, like, small potatoes like me, so I don't know how it would be, like, being next to someone who's, like, a professional comic artist who actually, like, works for DC or something, you know, I don't know if they're more jaded, (laughs) or if there's, like... feel like they're super,
0: too. Be next to, like, Jay Lee, you know, you're like, hi, Jay. He's like, hey. (laughs) <laughs> i mean like think about like todd
1: mcfarlane and those dudes you know they're they're a little cocky but they're not like way the fuck out
0: there if they're worth 500 you know, million dollars you can probably be cocky if you did it off of drawing with a fucking sharpie marker right like,
1: it's yeah. the, like they're a <laughs> little cocky but they're not usually like fucking psychopaths you know <laughs> there's a there's a difference tattoo artists can psych- be fucking psychopaths <laughs> so you're not going to run into that issue at a comic-con you know it's so yeah, weird not so much.
0: <laughs> that's so weird i just like i don't like i'm painting such a different vibe like in my brain like i like the initial thought when you guys were talking about like the, the artist alley like it was like dark like they don't even have lights on they're just like fuck you guys like, good luck with your art and you like had to set up like little table lamps you're like look at my stuff you know hey look do you want to buy something and now i it's mean like, sometimes <laughs> no shit
2: <laughs> i mean there are like horror stories that go around the community like this con had such, like, a shitty artist alley, there wasn't any lights, or I was, you know, in this back corner with no traffic, like, placement actually plays a pretty big role in, you know, how many people are going to pass by you, and your chances of being successful at the convention, like, if you're in a back room, a back corner, which does happen, no one's going to find you, and you're not going to make sales for the weekend, you know, it's going to suck, but with Planet, like, it was pretty large, and you know, everybody's sort of, like, in the central location, so, I mean, that that seemed to work out for me, but I haven't been to a convention where it's just been a nightmare yet. I mean, my, my second one um, was slow, because it wasn't a very well-publicized convention, and so, like, yeah, there wasn't a ton of traffic, but I wouldn't say it was, like, you know, terrible conditions or anything. It was just not a lot to do and not a lot of attendees. So there are issues, you know, regardless of where you're at or or oh. what convention it is. But my my experience so far has been okay. It's <laughs> been that's pretty really good. Cool. Well, uh, how many so- have you
0: gone to and not vended?
2: Ooh. Um, <laughs> a lot. A lot? Okay, <laughs> I, so- I would say that I, I usually go... Like, to, to plan it or to um, maybe, like, one or two other smaller ones. So maybe, like, once or twice a year for the past, you know, 12, 13 years. Let's go, well, I mean, Very still, small. you've got,
0: like, you've got, like, about 50 that you've been in under your belt. I've done fucking zero, dude. So, like, I mean, it, let's say as a spectator, like you're going through because you can like teach yourself with this, right? Like, if you walked through, if you ever ran into somebody at a Comic Con, because like in my mind now, and I think this is the pendulum swing from everyone's a fucking prick, like a tattoo, you know, convention <laughs> to now it's basically heaven. You know, this is like when I was in Catholic Church as a young lad, like this is what <laughs> they're talking about. I've got to bring that pendulum swing back. Like you're ever walking through and just like that dude's a dick, like it didn't work, or this artist, like, why would you bring that type of art here? You know, like yeah.
2: Uh, um, I mean, my my personal <laughs> opinion, sure. I mean, I can walk around and be like, golly, like I don't know how this person is making sales off
1: of this stuff because it's not
0: You got a name? Not not look at <laughs> <so high, but, laughs>
1: Furries. <laughs> <I'm>, no names. <laughs> they're just appealing to the furries.
2: Yeah, or or you Wait. know, just like tons and tons of fan art, you know. Like I thought maybe I wouldn't be able to do it or be successful because I don't have a ton of fan art. I have some. What's but, fan like, art?
0: I guess like, drawn on fan, fan art, so
1: fucking overplayed.
2: <laughs> it's uh, artwork of uh, already established IPs. So, like, if oh, I were to draw images of... dumb
0: art. I gotcha. Yes,
2: yes. So, I mean, I have some of that, but I wanted to, you know, lean it more towards my original stuff. So, there are, like, people in Artist Alley who, yeah, that's all they have, have is just a bunch of fan art, and maybe it's only, like, okay, you know, but it doesn't even matter because you're going to find your customer at comic-con there is something for for everybody every type of person is there and so even if you have only fan art and maybe it's not even that good if it's better than what the person buying it could do they're gonna buy it you know so it's almost like you can't go wrong really
0: okay so this is just an idyllic place. Okay, so let's let's move past me trying to <laughs> rationalize shit in my head because that's what I'm trying to fucking do here. I'm trying to find a flaw with it, and so far there doesn't seem to be any. And I'm good to let that happen. Maybe the maybe the geeks and the nerds of the world have got it figured out, and esports are a valid sport. I don't agree with it personally, <laughs> but maybe it is. I don't personally like sitting there watch somebody play Minecraft, but what can you do? Um, so. <laughs> advice for people who maybe want to do what you're doing like so you have done it a couple times how would you like if somebody came up and was like hey you know joanna like I, i'm looking for help like what would be the first thing that you would tell them that they need to prepare for
1: that's a good question oh my god joanna we're gonna talk later i just came up with the perfect idea on how to split a booth <laughs> damn <laughs> sorry not to derail his no it's question
2: I think, I think my advice would just be to trust yourself more than, than you think you should, because you, you know how confident you are in your artwork. If you, if you know that, like, Hey, I'm ready to do this, just, just do it. There's the only person holding you back is yourself. So, Mm. I mean, if, if you are confident in your work, someone else is going to like it. It's guaranteed. So just just go for it it doesn't matter how few items you have how small your portfolio is uh if you feel like other artists are better than you because i mean there is always going to be somebody better than you as long as you just trust yourself and stay true to your uh your your vision for your booth or or your artwork just
0: just freaking do it that's fucking cool. Now, since Brian jumped on there, dude, we got to talk about your booth thing, dude. I haven't. I have like ten more questions. I've got. I can't prepare. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, what's this fucking booth idea, dude? Because now I, I'm chomping at the bit.
1: Oh, I can't. I can't put it out on open air. Or some other asshole is going to steal it.
0: <laughs> but you ever like, read about your like my artwork fire in dancers? general?
1: Is pretty like dark and. Joanna's is actually kind of like bright and colorful, so there's there's a cool crossover waiting to happen here. Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> Joanna, I like have a
1: much better vision person. in my head that I'll have to show her later on, but yeah. it could be really cool.
0: Well, I guess we'll la- wait in suspense till you post the first pictures on your social media. <laughs> exactly, like anticlimactic as fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, surprisingly, uh, I saw better sales from my tattoo conventions after I stole everything from Comic-Cons. Really? So uh, went to Comic-Cons, observed um, saw how everybody was st- uh, selling artwork. I was going to say stealing artwork, but saw how everyone was selling <laughs> <that and> <laughs> all this shit. And then uh, essentially, uh, me and Cassie put together a plan as to like how do we take what these guys are fucking doing, and then put it into what we do. And uh, we started setting up our booth like Comic-Con booths and immediately started selling prints, cups, merchandise, all kinds of shit, just selling off the table the entire fucking weekend. and it was amazing. Um, it was just just arranging shit and having it shown correctly, and then actually mm-hmm. being able to like talk about the artwork itself. You know, sometimes I'd obviously be tattooing and shit like that, so Cassie would have to take over. But just just arranging shit in a specific way helped us get way more sales. And it's sure. like the people that do Comic-Con are accidental geniuses with sales. Oh. And that's all it really boiled down to, especially after learning the numbers that some people were making at these fucking shows just based off of print sales is unbelievable.
0: That's fucking wild, dude yeah you'd love to see it like at the tattoo conventions everyone has these fancy banners and everything is uniform it's almost like 1982 like everyone is just the same some orwellian fucking nightmare i used to come in and like i'd have a piece of paper and i would just like write my name on it and tape it up and i'd take all my <laughs> stuff and i just dump it on the fucking table and people come out and be like is this your card i'm like yep <laughs> my card used to be my driver's license yes. It was pretty cool. It's just like whatever, see if I can find
1: some of my uh, booth setup photos and send them to you so you can check it out. Yeah, there's there's such a difference between like what I did five years ago at a convention versus how I set up for a convention now. It was just so fucking night and day,
0: bro. Are you sure you want me to fucking set up with you for this upcoming one? <laughs> <laughs> If you're going to come out, I'm just going to have a fucking confetti cannon with cards and just go poof, and just shoot them over everyone. <laughs> Let it rain! That'd be hilarious. Fucking challenge accepted. There we go. I'm writing that down as a note.
1: That right can uh,
0: I'm actually, that would be fucking hilarious to bring but, that to fucking art. Joanna, off.
1: do you have any uh, plans for the rest of the year, like art-wise and stuff like that?
2: Uh, we have first Fridays um, down in the crossroads in Kansas City that is just like this huge outpouring of artists setting up in the streets and all these galleries are open and it's like a huge thing with food trucks and every first Friday they do this and I've always been interested in setting up there and so I finally figured out how to do that so I think I'm going to be doing that the first Friday in September their peak season is like April to October and I'll be out of town um, in October but yeah I'm going to try and try and set it up for for September here in a couple weeks so that's why I'm kind of like cracking on stuff pretty hard (laughs) in these these next couple weeks here to get ready uh for that and then then hopefully there's some like halloween kind of pop-ups coming up at some local shops or whatever that maybe i can take advantage of that but other than that i don't have any set plans so far i mean a lot of stuff (laughs) is already passed so like i can get prepared to um apply for like comic-con next year um the Oddities and Curiosities Expo. I missed the cutoff um, for this past one, so I think uh, applications go live again. I think on Halloween, so I'll, I'll be ready for that, so that I can do more
1: next year. That's not cliche at all. Oddities <laughs> expos. Jeez. Uh,
0: I got, I got, I got a couple more questions for you, and then we do this one with people where we do a rapid fire at the end. I'm going to hit you with some rapid fire stuff, but okay. How about this one? Like, um, I'm kind of interested because in, you said like there's like this collective thing, where like everyone's kind of together and there's like support amongst people. Have you ever had people like come up and and ask you for a critique on their artwork, or have you ever gone there to look for something like that?
2: Nobody's asked me for a critique. I mean, maybe like a little kid will show mm. me like a drawing that they did, and of Oh, it's he, fucking
0: be... cute. It oh, is pretty God. cute.
2: So you know, yeah, you, ha- you have to be like supportive. You're like, oh my gosh, you're so good, and you know, I'll oh, k- keep practicing. You know, uh, stuff like that. But um, you know, artists next to you, you can you know peruse each other's works and you know talk more uh, candidly about you know the the pieces that they have available in uh, their portfolio and stuff like that. But it's not something that I've sought out at Comic Con. I know that you can bring your portfolios out to like some like pro artists who are there you know doing signings and whatever and they'll take a look at your portfolio but that's they not anything that, that i've stuff done too
0: like if you bring it up are they like 50 bucks and they will look at your shit or is it like actually polite or something like i don't i don't know oh that's kind of fun i just wonder if i should just like bring one and just like paint it with like root beer and ballpoint pens and then just like bring it up and see what happens All right. i mean you could <laughs> <laughs> do which one <laughs> I, was fucking, I don't know why. It's just like this whole community aspect thing. is just like really interesting to me. That and then fucking like 50 to 100,000 people moving through a small. Like I'm just like, it's almost like cattle, you know, like walking through yeah. this stuff. How could you spend a weekend doing that surrounded by all those people? Like I'd figure everyone would be getting drunk, partying, <laughs> you know, like it's like Mardi Gras. But
2: I think that happens promise. in the after hours, like at the hotel's.
0: Because, Uh you know, people
2: come in from out of town to go to these things. And so there are hotel parties and I'm sure people get pretty trashed in in hotels after after hours. Mm. But, you know, when you have to be on and you're selling, like, you know, you need to
1: have your wits about you so that you can make the sale.
0: You got any other questions, Mr. Brian?
1: No, everything else now is going to be top secret.
0: Ah, Okay, (laughs) that's cool. We'll leave that. All right, so we've come to the, the the end of our show. This is where we're going to ask you a couple rapid fire questions. I tried okay. to do 10 before, but it gets fucking weird because when you're put on the spot, I find people go, uh, and then they forget like simple things like what color your shoes are. So, <laughs> all right. So uh, question one, what is your favorite food? Cuban food. I love Cuban food. Cuban food. You like spicy food?
2: Uh, it's not typically spicy. Um, uh, I'm talking like empanadas, croquettes, uh, plantain chips. Um oh, okay. Stuff like that. Okay. My dad is from Cuba, so we're you know, I was I grew up with that food and is just it's awesome. <laughs> we don't have any me. Cuban places in Kansas City. It's it's just a tragedy.
0: <laughs> you see how many we have in Portland. I mean, we probably have a thousand, but I'm so fucking white. All I do is just eat <laughs> potatoes and meat. Um spices to me are pepper and salt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your favorite movie?
2: Oh no, this is the worst question. <laughs> I love I'm a huge movie buff. Um, Obviously, I love Jurassic Park, but I also love. (laughs) I mean, facial expression was like, "Duh!" (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha, but uh, Uh, you know, I love Back to the Future,
0: The Truman Show. I love, I love movies. Oh, so you could do like a top ten list that might take you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. You're just a big Spielberg fan.
2: What you're saying?
0: (laughs) I guess. (laughs) All right. uh, Favorite place to vacation?
2: I love Chicago. Actually. It's a really great food town. So why? I mean, that's that's the best place for food. <laughs> that's the I only reason that I want to travel is for food. Just,
1: literally, that's the only reason I care to go back and visit. It's literally, it's just the best food. Yeah, you can compare well, it to anywhere to else: places. New York, Portland, <laughs> etc. No one beats oh. Chicago when it comes to food.
0: Oh, that's why I love it. but Everything else about it sucks. It uh, doesn't. No, it doesn't. Chicago's fucking fine. It's great. They got good public transit. Winters are a little rough. Summers are beautiful. I mean, you're fine. Getting stabbed and mugged on the sidewalk. That's a cool too. <laughs> you get those diagonal lines through the city, you just avoid, right? You just move up two blocks, you're fucking fine. There's pros and cons. <laughs> okay, so what's what's your favorite brand of car? Um, bro.
2: I don't know anything about
0: cars. Perfect.
2: yeah. Uh... <laughs>
0: What's I, don't, a, I don't know <laughs> it's uh oil or acrylic
2: I, I use acrylic but i would i prefer oil
1: <laughs> oh fuck
0: yeah okay so then why do you use acrylic
2: why why do i why use, do you acrylic? use
0: acrylic
1: yeah
2: um I because i use acrylic paint pens
1: which are which are
2: closer oh. to like the material that i i normally use like markers and pens and stuff so the paint pen was kind of like a transition into paint without really
0: transitioning learning to how to
2: paint <laughs> <laughs> or buying all the paint all right. stuff
0: <laughs> Get the last question here if you could go back in time and not paint or draw one thing what would it have been
2: not painted yeah uh, <laughs> what's the one thing your
0: question what's the one uh, thing you wish you would have never created that should have never graced this planet
2: um there was a weird series that i did uh in community college as a freshman where it was an adult figure, but going through stages of life, so it was like an adult in the womb, and I think that imagery is very strange. <laughs> I don't know that it needed to like uh, come that. to
0: fruition. If you've been in fucking art school, you're going to have drawn something that you fucking shouldn't have. It always <laughs> comes down to that. It's like, wow, well, yeah. this weird teacher, and they wanted us to really explore this. You know, was like <laughs> what? So I. Uh, Adult fetus.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Don't know that that needed to ever exist.
0: <laughs> hey, Brian. I thought it was
2: great at the time.
0: <laughs> Brian's doing these record covers for, like, album covers for bands. Dude, like, that sounds like a metal album right there. <laughs> Adult fetus. <laughs> That's a fucking metal like a band name yeah. anyways.
1: <laughs> it A, dude. I can oh. actually see that working as a death metal cover. Like... Now I kind of want to draw it.
0: <laughs> we can okay. Compare and contrast. Well, all right, we're going to stop recording now, yeah. I think. Do you want to say anything else, Brian? You got any draw? We normally end with Brian saying something that just fucking slays. But I don't know if I've set him up for too much now. He's just going to tell me to go fuck myself.
1: Now I'm just picturing uh, like the last Neil no Gaiman, like
0: Sandman illustration
1: where he's curled up in a ball. Not because it's brand new on Netflix, assholes. Look up the artwork. <laughs> but just that image alone makes me think adult fetus. So, like, that image is so fucking metal already. Just a few twerks, and you've nailed it. No, no wisdom here tonight, folks. <laughs> <laughs> adult fetus is where we're ending it, I guess.
0: <laughs> All right, everyone. That's it for our show today. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about Joanna Comstock's artwork, you can head over to her Instagram profile. It's at Art of the Joannasaurus on Instagram. Uh, You can also just check out her name, Joanna, J-O-A-N-N-A, Comstock, C-O-M-S-T-O-C-K. There's a lot of them out there, Joannasaurus specifically. So make sure you type in Art of the Joannasaurus in one word. You can also go to her Redbubble store. Uh, It's the joannasaurus eighty eight dot redbubble.com and go buy some prints hook her up get her some cash show her some love next week we'll have on some fancy people i'm not going to say too much today so we'll just leave it at that and even though i feel like i may be missing something i'll leave you right now to the rest of your day thank you very much for listening and oh that's it if you haven't left us a review go do it please we would appreciate it on spotify apple Podcasts, whatever your platform of choice is if you leave us a review it really helps us out let us know how we're doing And we can go from there. Anyways, I'm done talking. You guys have a great night and we'll talk to you later. Bye.